Little 80s, little 80s Christian rock. Yeah, right. to hell with the Getting devil. Well, yeah, right, because as it turns out, uh, I have a, a thing tonight that uh, I'm not supposed to talk in detail about it. Um, <laughs> but it's it's a concert with some 80s Christian rock icons. <laughs> yeah, so so it's kind of weird. Like it's and it's all like kind of before my time. But John Schlitt, who is the lead, was the a leader of Petra in the eighties, uh, and then a guy from I think the band's White Heart or something, Billy, something, <laughs> Billy Smiley. Billy Smiley. There and, you and, go. Like I don't know who these people are, and none of our audience but they, they were like icons of eighties Christian rock, like the people with the the teased hair, hair you know, what well, I don't even Christian know. Hair bands. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, you know how skinny jeans are in now, but they would just wear tights then, you know, like different, like they look like LuLaRue actually. Now I think about it. But, so these guys are on a tour right now called the storyteller tour, these icons of 80 Christian rock and somebody from my church who is there, we're in the same small group or kind of close. They, this storyteller group, the, the lead singer Petra, Whiteheart, and all this, they said, we're giving away a private concert on this tour to one of our, to our biggest fans, and we will come to your backyard and do a backyard concert for you and your closest friends. Nice. So these people so. from my church in Carlisle, uh, they won this private concert, <laughs> and they're, they're totally like nice. kids of the 80s, so they love the 80s, like... They had to find some friends, educate oh. them on who these people were, and then invite them yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, so we're going. We're taking a cooler full of uh, seltzer-flavored water, you know. Nice. Uh, that's our contribution, and nice. it's also... So anyway, it's in Carlisle. It's private tonight, and I'll talk about it. So I'm just getting ready by listening to some <laughs> To Hell with the Devil, some 80s rock. But how was your weekend, Jess? It was good. My weekend was good. I uh, have Women in Ministry yeah. uh, retreat, which was fantastic. I saw some of you guys there. It was yeah. really connecting. And that's great. In fact... Tell us about the Women in Ministry Retreat. Like, who can go to that? Because some of our people may not be aware, but I know some of our youth pastors were there. Yeah, some of so. them were. Um, so Women in Ministry Retreat is for pastor's wives or uh, female credential holders. So um, Pastor Donna and Robin have really just done a fantastic job of um, just providing and resourcing both of those groups of women at the same retreat. So uh, Pastor Don on Saturday had like a listening tour for the female credential holders wow. um, about just how the district can better support and resource yeah. uh, women in ministry, how we can um, empower those who feel called to be senior pastors and yeah. uh, that kind of stuff. So it was really, really fantastic conversation um, that we just really want to continue in the district. So And it kind of just, it started years ago almost just exclusively ministry wives yes and now there's almost there's two tracks now yes one this for, was the first year really that yeah. that happened yeah. so one for credentialed women and really it would be you know women who are working in ministry yeah and then there's the traditional kind of ministry wives right which we're all kind of working in ministry together anyway but some are more full-time and some are more. right and some of them overlap because some pastor's wives are also credential holders yeah so. Yep. So fantastic! Well, I had uh, a uh, amazing uh, event. I went to Friday night. It was a fifth quarter, 
It was um, in New Holland, Pennsylvania, oh, yeah. the Lighthouse Assembly of God. Yeah. And Scott uh, Gray is the youth pastor there. It's where Joe Kelly was before yeah. he became our Youth Alive uh, missionary. And so uh, Scott's there now, but they started doing these fifth quarters under Joe, which is like you used to do fifth quarters. You used to hear about those a lot in yeah, the 80s. Like after after the local games, high yeah. school football game, you open up the church building, parking lot, <clears> whatever. So these guys, I mean, I don't know how far they are from the stadium, but it's at least half a mile. And students stream from the football game into the church's parking lot. That's and awesome. they rope it off. They have like one of those big inflatable arches, so everybody has to pass through. They had 300, almost 360 wow. uh, people, students at their, their so fifth awesome. quarter. And these are students who don't normally come to church. Yeah. Um, and I, I actually preached from the roof. I was going to ask, if, like, do they share the gospel? Yeah, they do. It's just a 10-minute 10 minute uh, message, you know, and and uh, and actually, Landon Richie, who's the pastor's son, was like, Don't you have notes? I'm like, Bro, it's 10 minutes. <laughs> I like, I'm going to tell a story. You know, <laughs> yeah. 10 minutes, share the gospel with people who don't you normally don't go to Jesus. church. Yeah. You better tell a story. It better be funny or entertaining or engaging, and then get quick to the truth. And so that's, that's awesome. what we did. So, um, but it just like made me think, you know, about the things that we measure in church, like attendance, giving, etc. Um, but I rarely hear a church say we had this many on the property who don't go to church normally. Yeah. Like, and it just makes me wonder, are we measuring the right valuable things in church, uh, when we measure the things that we measure? Yeah. Um, and, and should we be measuring like, uh, if you want to impress me, tell me how many unsaved teenagers are coming onto your property every week yeah like, like how are we that's in, being that, inviting and that's an impressive yeah, number awesome. uh 360 people coming on so and it's an old model it's uh, even fallen out of favor but i think it's it works in your a lot of things get revived over time you know and so it's probably time if you live close to a, a football stadium or within walking distance or you have that kind of culture that's an amazing yeah. thing yeah. to take a look at. And the teams that came together reminded me of a seven project, like a seven at mm -hmm. night, because, and actually they started it after they did a seven project and okay. they did a seven at night and they realized they could organize all these teams and have a major outreach on a regular basis. Yeah. So it was awesome. It was amazing. That's really so, cool. um, great, great weekend. And then my wife's alternator broke. So she was stranded on the side of the road <laughs> while I was preaching on the roof. I told her she should have called away. me. I would have come and got her. Yeah, well, we got her picked up. I got the car right there. So turning wrenches all weekend, trying to get things working at home. So. But uh, we want to say uh, a couple of things. Uh, we have yeah. no birthdays that we could find. They this were all week. in the last two weeks. Either you're not publishing your birthdays or, or uh, it's just a bad week for it's birthdays birthday week. but we do have congratulations to give out including uh we want to say congratulations to the uh, high point yes. uh, church in uh, Ephrata. they had their very first uh meeting in their new building uh which they've been kick building a new sunday. building at a kickoff sunday and kaylee and Vinny lasalva are the youth leaders and youth yes. pastors there so we want to say congratulations to them. Um, we want to say uh, congratulations to Buddy Crabtree. New book dropped drops today. Nice. I watched uh, he and uh, Serena actually do a webcast. Oh, on I saw Friday that. Yeah, night, on, and uh, very on Facebook. Yep. very good, very impressive. I loved it. 
Um, they're doing an awesome job. Congratulations to Angela Adams. We missed this last week. Angela, congratulations. Certified minister credential. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, she was Great. at the credential interviews last week. And Brandon Pine, youth pastor in Dover, Delaware. We want to say congratulations to Brandon. Uh, licensed awesome. uh, minister credential. So we always love it when we see our youth pastors uh, doing those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, getting credentials. It's awesome. Says something about you, about your dedication to the call and uh, submitting that to, to, to the church. And there's so many more avenues to do that now with Pendel School of Ministry and Absolutely. stuff like that. If you're interested, Absolutely. reach out. And, and uh, congratulations yeah. to Scott Gray and the team at, uh, at uh, New Holland mm -hmm. for an amazing, amazing event. And, uh, Brad uh, said that would be a great buildcast topic, and actually we've already talked with Joe about like making this a buildcast. Yeah. I'd like to see it develop into kind of a how-to simple how-to document hey sure. here's a lot of considerations I mean 350 teenagers any number of hundreds of teenagers coming into your area facility property that don't normally go to church you know <laughs> you imagine they're coordinating with police they're coordinating right. Not with necessarily neighbors because there's sound that's blasting right, it's right. 10 o'clock and so uh, a couple moving pieces but just an amazing thing so that yeah, is actually Brad, one of the things we want to do um, and so um, so congrats to uh, Aaron Lawrence. Uh, he's launching a new ministry in his church of uh, getting dogs, uh, animals saved. Uh, so I think he also wants a congratulation each Motivation Monday. So he just keeps doing things just like keeps bringing doing, dogs to church. He loves I the mean, drama. He, he loves, loves the drama. I guess and so. we love him. Aaron Lawrence, you're awesome. So congratulations to all our people out there. And a couple announcements. Tomorrow in Pittsburgh area, West Mifflin, just south of Pittsburgh, we have our first ever uh, listening tour for, yeah. and, and if you're in the Pittsburgh areas, uh, it's both sections, metro, suburban, you should have received an invite if we know about you. Uh, and it's tomorrow, 11 a.m. at Walnut Grove Assembly of God in West Mifflin. Lunch provided. We'll have yep. Chipotle catering for that. And if you're in uh, Western PA, like Northern Western Northwestern PA, don't worry, we'll we'll get up to your area. You're welcome to come to this one. Anybody really is welcome to come. Honestly, if you want to drive from Philadelphia, that's it's your gas and tolls. <laughs> yeah, but anybody's welcome to come if you want to contribute uh, to that. Um, uh, with your voice, uh, you're welcome to do that. But tomorrow, 11 a.m. Walnut Grove. If you haven't responded, maybe you're on the fence. You're not sure. You hadn't been sure you're scheduled. Be sure to respond in the event. That would be very helpful. Uh, we have this Thursday a buildcast, and we will have in that buildcast um, uh, Scott Noggle from GT Church in Reading to talk to us about how they are helping parents to pastor their own kids. And that was one of the big reveals so from Steve Pulis, uh, the Buildcast yeah. from Dr. Steve Pulis last month, that the most influential relationship in helping students retain their faith is a relationship sure. with parents. Yeah. So uh, we noticed, I just noticed when we were out there for Fearless East and getting ready in the, the preparation trips we did to Fearless East, how they have a whole kiosk for parents with talk points from each week and yeah. even documents that kind of mention um, you know what's happening you know in, in terms of your students development physically and emotionally at this time of their life and they have one for each so we want to kind of walk talk through like what they're doing to help and uh, help equip parents uh, to pastor their kids so that'll be this Thursday 10 a.m. Uh, as we always do and then our youth leaders hike is going to be coming up it's coming up it is october i think 24th through the 26th is that your walking stick over there we have an event no this is uh <laughs> shepherd's crook so 
I'm doing a pastoral installation. Ah. This Sunday, I'm installing a lead pastor up nice. in Nipah, Northeast PA. I'm sure we will talk about that maybe next Monday on the Monday Motivation. <laughs> uh, and so Pastor Dawn was guiding me through how to do a pastoral installation. All right, and apparently we give new pastors a shepherd's sticks. crook. <laughs> it's not a hiking stick. It's a shepherd's crook. And speaking of shepherds and uh, shepherd's crooks and whatnot, you know, one of the things um, I kind of wanted to say uh, today was, uh, as we talk about the Monday motivation, kind of a great devotional time, a uh, great devotional moment that you can bring to your leaders is to talk about Jesus and his disciples as a model for youth ministry. Uh, and this is because uh, Jesus, uh, of course, he calls his disciples to himself and they're working together. Well, a lot of scholars believe that most of the disciples were teenagers when they answered their call. And the reference point, and we don't, we can't really say like authoritatively, you know, uh, that, you know, the disciples were 15 years old, they were 16 years old. But here's what we know, um, and this is from uh, Matthew chapter 17, and Greg Steer from Dare to Share writes about this as well. Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, and they were, Peter's house is in Capernaum. Peter was from Capernaum. He's on the Sea of Galilee. Um, and, and so they went there often, and it's believed that Jesus lived in Capernaum as well when he started his ministry. So they come back, and the collectors of the two drachma temple tax came to Peter and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? And Peter said, yes, he does. And uh, when Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon? He asked, from whom do the kings of the earth collect duties and taxes from their own children or from others and from others peter answered then the children are exempt jesus said to him but so that we may not cause offense go to the lake and throw out your line take the first fish you catch open its mouth and you will find a four drachma coin take it and give it to them for my tax and for yours and so there's a lot of like wisdom here about how god provides and this coin in the fish's mouth, but in the details are this, that Jesus and his disciples come to Capernaum. They're confronted by tax collectors who are saying, you know, you guys, you know, you need to pay the temple tax. And Jesus, who could make 24 drachmas appear in a fish's mouth, instead of making 24 appear, makes four appear just for him and for Peter. And what scholars kind of take from that is, if all the disciples were there, they only had to pay the tax for Jesus and Peter because the tax only applied to uh, males under the age of 18, hmm. which means the rest of Jesus' disciples, if they were all there, which it says he and his disciples came into Capernaum and the tax collectors came to them, means they were under the age of 18, which means Jesus is the first uh, youth pastor yeah. in the New Testament that we know of. And he's got a youth group of 11 and one youth leader to help him, which is Peter, <laughs> right? And uh, so great, great, uh, this is a great just devotion to use that Jesus himself was working with teenagers. Yeah. We often hear about Jesus with the children, you know, he says, you know, suffer the children that come to me and if you make a child sin, it'd be better for you to have a millstone tied around your neck. So we know about Jesus and children, but we don't hear about Jesus and teenagers. Well, Jesus' disciples were probably teenagers themselves. Yeah. And then they went out after Jesus' resurrection, and they shaped the Western world 
for the next, well, until we're living now, over 2,000 years. And so God works through teenagers. They, uh, God moves through teenagers and the work where you're doing week in, week out, youth pastor, youth leader with teenagers is super valuable, super helpful. And uh, Jess, you're a youth pastor also. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Keep at it. It's worthwhile. And I'm naive enough or spirit led enough (laughs) to believe still that teenagers can change culture and shape the world uh, just as the disciples did in Jesus time. So keep up the good work and let's pray for our our leaders. And one more thing I wanted to announce is uh, Corinne Baker has a vision that I'm on board with, which is a vision to... uh, um, create a new approach uh, around uh, human sexuality, sex and dating, purity culture, but also working in sexual abuse. A large percentage of uh, people are sexually abused. Mm -hmm. And so um, we're going to start a dialogue towards coming out with some kind of a series, sermon series, resource for youth ministry. Um, There hasn't really been a lot of great sex or dating or anything series in a long time. And so she posed that question in this group a couple weeks ago. Lindsay Brace responded positively. Um, and I just was talking with Corinne Fearless. He said, I'm totally on board with that. That would be a great yeah. resource for our youth pastors. So we're going to be fil- forming a working group uh, to start that dialogue and work towards that end. And so Chris Gelot, I know, is also going to be a part of If you're interested in being a part of that uh, discussion group and then work group uh, that will work towards whatever we end up creating as a resource for our youth pastors, uh, let us know. Uh, you can send me a message. You can send Corinne a message. And yes. uh, we'll get you in, and we hope to have a meeting sometime in the next two or three weeks, uh, a, a, a online meeting to discuss that. So, cool. so that'd be great. Jess, you're a youth pastor. Would you pray for all sure. of our youth pastors today? Yes. Dear Jesus, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for the just great responsibility that we have to pastor youth, dear Jesus. And we know that um, you are just uh, blessing our ministries. You're supporting us in that call that you've laid on each of our lives, dear Jesus. And I just ask that um, we just take this uh, verse from Matthew this morning as encouragement to us. Uh, that we pass it along as encouragement to our leaders and even just empowerment and encouragement to our youth, dear Jesus, that you are using the youth and you're using us to empower them and to shape them into the people that you've called them to be. I just ask that you continue to just um, give us wisdom, give us creative ideas as we do that each day, dear Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a fantastic week.